You're listening to a Brain Stew Fresh Fright Review. It's happening again, and it's always someone you know. Creeps! Ghost-faced, and one of the largest horror icons, one of the biggest scream queens of all time, will be returning to the big screen come this January with Scream. No? Sorry, Jeremy. Not Scream fucking five. No five cream. <laughs> no five cream. It's... From the people that brought us the amazingly fun and bloody-tastic, Ready or Not. I'm sure, Jeremy, you could probably say their names better than I can, but it's Matt Bettolini, Olfen, and Tyler Gillette bringing us a brand new Scream film coming this January and a new trailer just fucking slashed through social media last week and we felt it necessary to sit down and talk about it. I love Scream. I'm sitting here drinking my booze out of my... Ghostface Tiki glass. I always have something to. It looks really cool the too. It, it, it is cool. It was from the Mystic Museum. Did you actually ever attend the Mystic Museum, Jeremy? Uh, it's that's in LA, right? Slashback video. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yep. So this was like a limited thing, but I'm Justin. I'm Jeremy, and this is our good buddy. His name is Birdie. Birdie. Hey yo. This is Birdie. Birdie Stop of uh, Creed. Where the fuck you from, boy? That accent, I can't tell where the fuck you from. I'm, I'm, I'm from I'm from Boston. Uh, I'm, I'm from outside of Boston. Now I'm from Virginia. You're, you're not from. Stop pretending you've been there for two fucking months. Hey man, don't right? forget where you came from, man. <laughs> That's right, damn it. Don't forget where no, you came from. No, I'm a longtime friend of the podcast. Uh, you know, I write for Epic Film Guys. All the new horror releases, uh, even though Justin doesn't like to post my reviews. Um, <laughs> Listen, you know, when you're old and you have people <laughs> threatening your life at movie theaters, shit can get hectic. But yes, I promise, I promise I'll publish them eventually when no one cares about reading about it. But, you know, exactly, right, right, right. We like to be, uh, you know, we like to keep our hands on the pulse, so to speak. Yeah, um, yeah, <laughs> like three or four weeks after it happens. But yeah, yeah, also, yeah. you're also, you know, doing your thing on the Vintage Horror Podcast. Right? I am. I'm on Vintage Horror Podcast. We just put out our episode on uh, Scream 2, and we also have a new episode coming out for our Bloodstained series, which is uh, analyzing Giallo films. Ooh. So we have a really fun one coming up of one that I've never seen before, a Dario Argento classic. I so mean, yeah, shouldn't they, been which film can you, can you say or no? Uh, I don't want to say yet. I know, but I'm not going to spoil it. But I was going to say, <laughs> it must be fun for you since you've not watched any of them, like, as in ever, because you were born, like, five fucking years ago. But that's got to be really exciting, right? Yeah, I mean, it's pretty exciting, you know? Um, some of them are just, I'm going to say it, trash. Like we all know, but they're still fun. Uh, so it is just really interesting I don't to have that know. perspective. I don't, I don't know that, Brady, because I think they're all good. But. <laughs> 
Some, I mean, I some of them I'm the like, best. Like, what, what the fuck drugs are these Italian people taking that they're like, okay, okay. Then the monkey comes in the room. <laughs> I don't know if that's like if my I mean, voice I mean, is how I mean, fucking I mean, Italian people talk. <laughs> Jeremy, I'm just saying this. They wake up and have like two shots of espresso every single morning. They don't eat a very large breakfast, and then like at lunch they drink like three glasses of wine. So what kind of movies do you expect them to? The make? monkey comes in the room, and then you can the bugs come out of the vents, and then <laughs> you, you, the glove <laughs> comes in the shot, and the knife goes in the eye. That but was the, the one thing say, I learned. Hey, take it easy. Going oh, sorry, to Italy, wrong, Ita- wrong Italians. <laughs> I'm just saying, you know, walking around and feeling the vibe. You can walk down the street with a bottle of fucking liquor in your hand. No one pays no attention to y'all. So it's a beautiful thing. I'm excited to hear your next review about this, even though you'll yeah. probably be wrong about it. But I brought you on for some reason, probably because you're a gigantic Scream fan. Look at him wearing that shirt right there. Look at that. I fucking love this series. Uh, you yeah. know, actually... Now, you know, we're all on this podcast. Uh, these two here are probably the biggest reasons why I got into horror. Uh, you know, I came into it pretty late, had a super religious upbringing, couldn't even watch Scooby-Doo. Uh, are you Wes Craven or something? You must yeah. be Wes Craven over in this bitch. I'd like, I like to think that when he died, you know, there was a shift. Much like in Halloween 4, where young Jamie, you know, Gets Michael's being into her. her We're not really sisters, Jamie. (laughs) Double scoops. Double scoops. (laughs) Uh, But no, so I mean, these two here, Justin and Jeremy, really, really have guided me in my horror journey, uh, you know, and allowed me to. Remember that one night that I I guided your hand down my pants when you were hammered? That was two nights. That's That's nice, dude. Uh, But yeah, you know, Scream was one of the, the first ones that I saw that really impacted me. Um, as a kid, you know, I saw bits and pieces of that, but also mixed with scary movies, so I could never tell which one was which. And <laughs> imagine, I can't even imagine being that kid that's like, wow, I don't know which movie is which, man. We've got like a fucking breast implant getting pulled out of Carmen Electra's chest, and then the next That's scene the thing. Like, when I watched the first one for the... Dying. Like, really, all the way through, I was like, okay, where does Carmen Electra come in? Because that's like why I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> and she never made it, but it was it was good, you know. And I mean, yeah. Well, let's face it. There's no tits as big as hers in the original Scream that we at least true. see let's face on it, screen. Your mother was strutting her shit all over town like she was Sharon Stone. And let's face it, Sid, your mother's no Sharon Stone. That could, all I can think of is that Shaggy meme. <laughs> could totally be said of Brady's mom though. Right now, if our listeners would ever, one day we'll do a whole entire episode on Brady's mom. Because Brady's yeah. mom has got, got it going, going on. on. No, yeah. She really doesn't. She really well, doesn't. she obviously did. She did. She's had, like, she's had like six husbands. I don't think she's got anything <laughs> going on. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're going off the rails here, but we're all just so excited, seriously, because we're going to have a blast with this. The brand new trailer for Scream, which is the fifth Scream movie just landed last week, just in time to be shown in theaters with Halloween Kills, a movie that myself and Jeremy are keeping mum on for the time being. Listen, we already gave you our non-spoiler review last week. We gave you something. We just need a break from it. It's it's Everybody's it's talking enough about it's, this film that been, we don't have to talk about it right now. I've started new medication. I'm going through therapy. And, However, you know, I, I will say, Justin, that I fucking called it. I fucking called it in our spoiler-free review, which is out now. I told you that this film was going to be on the level of Rob Zombie's Halloweens, 
as far as how divisive it is. And that's exactly what the fuck well, it is, dude. You got that right. And ladies and gentlemen, if you want to stay away from all that, just walk off social media. I saw someone post on Facebook the other day, like, I can't handle all the backlash that Halloween Kills is getting. And I commented, it's simple. Leave the internet. <laughs> Log off. <laughs> Go away. But you know what? We're going to get into this trailer because it landed. It was trending. Scream is such a big deal right now. Much like Halloween Kills. It's insane that within like a six month period, we got a new Halloween movie. We got a new Chucky series. We got a new I Know It's <clears throat> Last Summer series. And we're getting a new Scream movie. I, I, as a horror fan and as a critic, I can't even imagine that in my head happening in one six month period but it is happening and brady you are our guest so when you saw this trailer for the first time where were you how did you watch it and what were your initial thoughts yeah so i was sitting on my couch and i actually got a text from you and you sent me the trailer super early in the morning i think it was like eight well not super early but like eight o'clock so i made sure my wife was at work because i didn't want any interruptions (laughs) and (laughs) i watched the trailer and I think it's it goes into what you were saying, Justin. Like, we're getting all these new movies of these killer franchises, and for me, especially like coming into these movies, I missed out on when these were first released. So, this is the first really big scream movie that I'm an active member of the horror community for. And so, watching this, I just I got chills the entire time, goosebumps. I loved so much about this that I had to just like rewind it immediately because I was just in awe of the trailer. Um, yeah. Did you, did you watch it on word rewind? Yeah. I was going to say, did, did you watch it on VHS where you had to rewind? He's going going total scream. He's like, I had to rewind it. He's all like, I have to really immerse myself in it. So in 1996, did they have DVD players? Did you have an Android? No, I don't think so. No. So I had to get a VHS. No. I watched it on my phone at first, and then I watched it uh, on the TV. I went on YouTube and, and screencast it. It was great. I loved it. That's the funny thing, too, because I remember sending it to Jeremy, too, and I hadn't even watched it yet. I post it. I send it to my friends. But I'm like, I need to take a break. I black out the, the outside light, pull the blinds, put the surround sound all the way up, and pretend I'm in a theater because that's something that you know is sorely missing from today's movie fans' experience is that Back in the day, you would have never seen the original trailer for Scream anywhere else but being at the theater for another movie. And always a random movie. It didn't always have to be a horror movie. It would be whatever was showing at the multiplex that night. So for me, I try to relive that because, yeah, I'm a fucking boomer, okay? Just saying. But- or or on, on VHS tapes, like, before the movie would start, it's like, upcoming attractions. And it, like... Right. They would have the trailers before the film or whatever. Like, dude, I discovered so many. Like, a lot of times it'd be the straight-to-video uh, to jams that they'd show the trailers for, especially, like, if you're watching. Which we know Jeremy loves. Oh, man. You know, uh, I, I love me some some straight-to-video 90s garbage. 80s and but 90s dude, garbage. So, speaking of that, what yeah. were your initial thoughts yeah. on the yeah. trailer, man? Um, So, I, I was at work, and... You know, I've you know my buddies, my other buddies, uh, Aaron and Devin, they're huge Scream fans. So they were they were pumping up for this thing for days at a time. They were like texting like this many days, this many days, this many days. And so, obviously, when I woke up that morning, I knew that the trailer was coming. Like it had been told to me so many times which day was coming out. 
We so, all knew, man. We all we all knew. Mm-hmm. So being at work, I got the text message like, boom, here it is. And and I watched it and dude, it looks like a scream movie, right? Um I, I don't feel like the trailer necessarily gave us anything that we haven't seen already in a scream film, but it was it was directed much differently. That was that was some of my initial thoughts on the trailer is that you could tell this was not directed by Wes Craven. There was definitely a different visual flair for the directors on this film, which I found refreshing. So even though it looked very familiar, like the Scream films that we've gotten before it, a lot of the visual aesthetics were were very very different. And what I what I enjoyed off the bat for this film is the violence looks like it's ramped up a notch. In yeah, this movie, 100%. compared compared oh, yeah. to uh, you know its predecessors, so that was something that I was like, all right, this this looks a little bit more gritty and a little bit more violent, and I'm on board for that. I will tell you that in my first watch of this trailer, a little annoyed at the Sydney Prescott bit, man. Like I think it's in in one fold, it's cool that she's been in every single one and that this story has had to follow Sidney Prescott in every single one. But in this one, like it felt shoehorned in a little bit to the point where it's like literally from the look of the trailer, she's living her own life. She's good. The murders have nothing to do with her. And it's like, it's happening again, which Dewey looked cool as fuck, bro. Well, we know that no matter what happens, whether it has to do with her directly or not, which it almost always does, sure. she still comes back into the mix. And it, of course, it looked like she was fucking jogging. I'm sorry. She just got. Yeah. Or she's she's out fucking like experiencing a nice yeah. day. Yeah, Dude, like coffee. I'm sorry, but if I've had you know four prior events that happened in my life where motherfuckers are trying to end my life, if all of a sudden somebody called me and they were like, "Hey, this shit's happening again," I wouldn't be like. I'm on my way. No, fuck no. They're not after me this time. I'm not going anywhere. So I also want to call attention. She had a ring on her finger. Ooh. So is it possible that she and Kincaid are married from Scream 3? It's entirely possible. I mean. That's interesting. I, I, I love all the fan theories going into this. I have to say, as I go into my initial thoughts on this thing, that I definitely obsessed over it. Um, ladies and gentlemen, a lot of you that are listening right now were probably people that went and attended the Fathom event, which was a one-day event on a Sunday <laughs> where they showed the 25th anniversary of the film. And I called every theater to be like, yo, are you showing the new trailer with this thing? I found out five minutes after the movie started that they were not showing the trailer. A friend of mine was at one of the screenings, so I was like, okay, I'm good. Because I was looking at Twitter patiently, but I knew that we were getting the new trailer within a few days. I laughed. My initial thoughts are, are, are very... Well, I was texting you at the same time because we were thinking about actually trying to schedule the recording the same day, yeah. that Sunday, uh, to make sure we were on point. But um, my initial thoughts are a little bit different. Uh, the first thing that came into mind for me was... Uh, immediate lack of Marco Beltrami's iconic themes, like any of them i'm extremely hopeful that brian tyler celebrates the series legacy in terms of music by peppering those themes throughout i know it's just a trailer but listen when you watch the trailers for the new jurassic movies they have john williams themes (laughs) when you watch the trailers for the new halloween movies you hear john carpenter's themes and the one thing that has been 
such a huge part of Scream is Marco Beltrami's themes, his score. And that was his first horror score of all time. So I read online, yes, this is a thing, I'm, I'm doing research, and apparently Marco had said no one approached him to do Scream 5, the new Scream movie. And that actually shocks me, considering he did one of the best scores of the entire year this year with A Quiet Place Part 2. He is top-notch. He did Logan. He's been doing such these high-profile jobs as a composer, and it shocks me that they wouldn't want to, you know, they've obviously initiated continuity with bringing back the legacy cast, which we'll get into in a few moments as we dissect this trailer, but I didn't understand why you wouldn't, like, yo, this guy did the music for almost the entire series, like, why don't we get him? Well, you have to think, also, is that this movie is not called Scream 5, as we discussed. It's called Scream. They have, a, like, I, like I said earlier, they have a whole new, like, visual aesthetic towards it, so maybe their thought process was, let's, let's bring back the characters, let's continue a new storyline, but let's make it look and sound fresh. Well, Jeremy, for my benefit, I swear to God, if I don't hear any of those themes... I mean, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna fucking riot in the movie theater. But so this trailer opens, guys, with Ghostface terrorizing. <sighs> Would you like to play a game, Tara? The supposed victim, Tara Carpenter, played by Jenna Ortega, and this seems like, based on the way the trailer plays, our Drew Barrymore. That's yeah, of this series for sure. Yep. Mm -hmm. Is this? Do you guys think this yeah. is the first death of the movie? Especially, no. yes, I do. Um, okay, so two differing opinions there. Okay, let's hear it. Let's hear it. Especially because, um, you know, Jenna Ortega, she has a rising star, right? She, you know, people will watch this and she will look familiar to them because she was in the show You on Netflix. She was in uh, The Babysitter Part 2 that was on Netflix. And she's been in a bunch of other things. People will see this and be like, oh, they'll watch the trailer and there she is. Um, so making her death impactful if she is the first kill. I do know for a fact that that scene, from what I've been told, is the first scene in the film. Um, so I think for sure that she's she's the Drew Barrymore setup. Um, that's she's my the thoughts. Casey Becker. I think I, so. I mean, it, it, I would find it very strange that they would try to set it up that way, but, I mean, the original Scream trailer does the exact same thing. It plays on that first scene in the movie. Brady, you said you had a differing opinion on that. Why do you think so? Yeah, I just, I think it goes into, you know, how can you make this series work in the modern age, right? So you think back to the original Scream really excelled with its meta nature because horror in the late 80s, early 90s was getting stale, right? It was easy to just, not easy to come up with something new, but anything meta about it really followed the formula. Well, now you have horror branching out in every single direction. And how are you going to get it back to that, right? So I think that it's all misdirection. I think that these two directors know what they're doing. I think they know the vision that Wes had. Williamson's an executive producer, so I think that counts for something. I, I think it's all just to throw you off. I think everything in that trailer is meant to throw us off. I don't think that she is going to be the first kill. That's very fair. I mean, I, in terms of the trailer itself... Even if you compare it to the first scene of the original Scream, it's setting you up to know what this ghost face, what this killer is all about. I mean, in the first scene, 
of Scream, you know his M.O. You know what this guy's all mm-hmm. about. He's all about terrorizing. And here we see a gigantic update in technology. We see from the first frames of this trailer, this Ghostface is no Boomer. He's no Jeremy. He's no Justin here. He's more like you, Brady. He's a Brady. Or maybe a little bit younger. He or she is obviously highly skilled with modern technology. They hacked the security system of Tara's house. Can you honestly imagine how terrifying it would be to know you, like, I'm fully secure in my house with this brand new security system. I run on my phone. I've got cameras everywhere. And someone's inside your house changing the locks constantly. I felt like the way that was played up in the trailer was fucking terrifying. It was great. Oh, yeah. I, I did roll my eyes when, as soon as the trailer started, the you know, the phone rang, which is typical for a Scream trailer. But it was a landline that was ringing. And I said, come the f- who the fuck has a landline in 2021? I'll tell you who. My who? mother and father-in-law. Yeah, Maybe she's at her grandmother's house. I don't know. Uh, yeah, I, you mean, know? I don't know. When, when Her grandma's when, got a landline, but she's got those locks. I don't think so. Yeah, when the trailer started and the fucking landline was ringing, I was like, come the fuck on, dude. Listen, maybe grandma has a fucking bow that she's fucking behind the scenes and doesn't want grandpa to know about. So she has the landline because she knows that he's all about his iPhone and that's. That's why I got this landline. There you go. Well, maybe Grandma needs to get some oh, life alert. It was just another debt collector, honey. Don't worry <laughs> about it. I'll fuck you at 1030 tonight. I'll suck your dick all night long. I swear <laughs> to God. You, you never want know. To take her teeth out? Oh, my God. But, but so it seems like right off the bat, though, that we're, they're, they're trying to present technology. Obviously, back in 1996 it was such a big deal to you know have cell phones or you doing with a cellular telephone device you're a rich kid right when i said that when that scene plays with my wife she's like i had a cell phone since 1995 and i was like well you've been rich bitch yeah dude my mom had (laughs) a my mom had a car phone and literally she told us she was like you only call that car phone if it is an emergency because that is expensive it was like fucking like $15 a phone call or like a oh, minute yeah. or some shit. My senior year, I mean, for my Christmas gift, I got one of those track phones and I spent it all in like three days selling weed. So it was like, my parents were like, what'd you do with that phone? Oh, it's, it's gone. I made an investment. That's what I did. Um, so we have to talk about the legacy characters here. We should start off 100% with, let's face it, one of the biggest Scream Queens of all fucking time. One of the most memorable female characters out of any horror franchise, Sydney Prescott, played by Nev Campbell, she gets the call, like you said, Jeremy. Hello, she just got Sydney. Or it's an honor. Oh, that scene. We'll get to oh that scene. Oh, my God. But, but when Dewey calls her and he's just like, yeah, from my trailer, I'm drinking some motherfucking light. Uh, Gail left me. Dude, I he wouldn't be drinking st- Miller Lite. I got It'd some stale bread. Life. I got some stale bread up on this fucking shit. He's, you can see it. He's <laughs> sitting there. He's but- cutting pizza with scissors. He's gone full Cobra. Oh my god. He's got the limp again, apparently. But uh, of course, he asks her if she's got a gun. Of course, I have a gun. I think the return of Sid, in what seems to be a mentor-like role to this young woman we see, named Sam Carpenter, played by Melissa Barrera, who is quick to tell her she knows who she is. How could you fucking live in Woodsboro and not know who she is? Uh, but of course, that's there for the the unknowing audience that's not familiar. Uh, Sam seems to be Tara's sister, the girl we see in the beginning of the trailer, which explains why Sydney would meet her. 
and she would want to know more about the victims if she's going to come back to Woodsboro and be this mentor-like character. Do you guys like that aspect that she's going to be like? All of our legacy characters appear to be like these mentor-like characters to the story. So I don't care for that. I don't, I, I don't need Gail back, and I don't need Sydney back. I know that most fans would disagree with me. The only one that makes sense to me would be Dewey coming back because, you know, he was the sheriff in the previous one. Doesn't look like he's probably the sheriff anymore. He looks pretty rugged. He's definitely and not. Yeah, he, he looks, looks like, pretty rugged, pretty rough. I mean, if you, if, you, if you watch Scream 4, they had a nice house. He and Gail, she was still doing reporting. Right. He was the he, he was the sheriff. Now, apparently, he lives in a shitty trailer. Like I said, the stale bread kind of gives it away. Yeah, yeah. So... For him coming back, it makes sense. I mean, he, you know, he, he was a police officer in the first one. His sister got murdered. He still lives in Woodsboro. He was the sheriff. You know, the murders are happening again in Woodsboro. It makes sense for him to come back. For Gale and Sydney to come back, it feels forced and it feels shoehorned in for me. I don't need that for... If you're going to reboot this thing and give us fresh characters, like, I'm cool with that. If it's just Dewey, I don't need Sydney or Gale in this. You know, I'm happy for people that are stoked about it, but for me, it, it that, didn't do including anything. Me, yeah, including me. It didn't. Yeah. It didn't do anything for me. Um, I've said it since the get go, and I know that I'm 100 percent alone on this. I always kind of wished that they did like a direct to video scream movie, like, and I would have. I would have loved to have seen like an early. That technically could have been Scream Four because it did nothing. It underperformed. Yeah. It was no, and and, and yeah. I feel so bad for Wes that his last big studio movie underperformed and basically bombed. Yeah. I would have. I would have loved to have seen you know a bonker straight to video Scream sequel that, you know, tried to tie certain things to the original while doing new things because they couldn't get the main cast back because there wasn't the money to get them back. Kind of like some of the shitty Hellraiser sequels that we've gotten, but I would have loved to have seen a low-budget direct-to-video screen movie. But obviously we're getting a big reboot that is bringing back legacy characters. There they are. Which I couldn't be, I couldn't be happier about. Sure. And- See, I, I would agree. I not agree. I understand what you're saying, Jeremy, about like you don't want everybody shoehorned in there, but I, I don't think you can... I don't think there's a, a reality where we can separate there's no Scream path. from there, yeah, there is Sydney no, Prescott. Yeah, there's no and realistic I think path. When you yeah. look at Scream 1, 2, 3, and 4, where we've been with her what almost her half of her life now, and the way that they can have her character just keep progressing through these different stages of trauma through her life, I think that that's really important. And I mean, what is she, like, she going to say? Be like, sorry, Dewey. They're, they're showing reruns of Gilmore Girls on TV. I'm just going to stay home and drink some wine with my girlfriends. Fuck I, no, it's Sydney Prescott, dude. Yeah. But I would, gonna... say, I would say, too, like, I agree that I don't want the focus to just be on her storyline anymore. I mean, I'd want this, her, trailer, I like this, yeah. this trailer apparently definitely focuses the majority of its time on the legacy characters, sure. which... Obviously makes sense. That's to hook us yeah. in. To hook, to it's, hook the it's, fans it's every in. every single franchise. There's no way that this trailer would have been produced where we got the main focus on the new characters that obviously are a large group of a lot of no name actors. There's a few people in there that we've known, we've seen from other big things. But for the most part, they're not huge. They're not big names. Whereas when you look back to the original scream, and I bring this up on every single episode that I discuss. They were no-namers, but they really weren't. I mean, Nev had already done the craft. 
She was already in Party of Five. You know, Arquette had done Matthew, Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Exactly. Yeah. Matthew Lillard had already done a bunch of stuff. You know, I mean, Zero uh, Mom, a bunch of shit. Yeah. Drew Barrymore was a huge fucking star at the time. You know, we had so- Rose McGowan. Name anyone out of that cast, and they were in parentheses unknown actors, but they really weren't. The only one that was probably really unknown was Jamie Kennedy. Yep. I mean, he had been in Romeo and Juliet, but that didn't come out yet. Yeah. So everyone involved were already involved in other projects. Here, I only see a few people that I recognize, so it makes sense that for the core audience, you're going to play your strengths. This is how trailers work. Sure. This is how movie studios decide yeah. how they're going to... Listen, put at the forefront what we know they want to see. Ghostface, Sidney Prescott, Gail Weathers, Dewey. Yep. Deputy Dewey Boy... Whoever's alive. Here's here's you know, my so. here's my issue, and, and and I'll be honest, completely honest with this is, I love like adamantly love the original Scream. I do not love the sequels. Uh, I'll be the first one to say that. Oh. I'm okay with that. I'm okay with oh, that. My heart. I don't, I don't I don't dislike them, but they're not something to me that's cherished. Like you know, <coughs> Scream Two is a masterpiece. Jeremy <laughs> doesn't Jeremy doesn't get up on his kitchen table and say, "Hey, I think I love you." Well, what is love, love, love is made of. He doesn't, you don't say that's a scream too. Scream through your scream. I don't. Four? I don't. So like, okay. here, here's where it falls apart for me, man. It, it again. I respect that they bring back the, the lead characters for every single one. That's a rarity in horror sequels that you get all of your main stars back for every single one. However, if you really think about it, it's like okay, Scream Two. What do we do? Uh, it's the killer from the last movie's mom. Okay, Scream Three. Um, Sydney finds out that you know. Her mom was with, like, these other people, and now she's got a half-brother, and the fucking half-brother is the fucking killer. I mean, it connects It connects to the original movie because your mother was fucking... Yep. Thought she was staring stones. And then... She's fucking everyone in the fucking world. And then we get hey, to part know. four. Opening them legs. We, we get to part four. <laughs> we get to part four, and it's like, now it's Sydney's niece. To where it's like, dude, who the fuck is it next? It's like... It's the guy that used to babysit fucking Sydney when she was seven, and he was also fucking her mom. And <laughs> hey, dude, Jamie, it's I the mean, guy I mean, across the street. It? It's the guy across the street that just watched Sydney grow up, and she rode her tricycle. And now he's maybe it's the same boat that uh, it's the same boat that Grandma's fucking on the side. Yeah, I don't know. Like That's for right. me, it's always like some like some silly like, okay, what can we do? Okay, I but think they I've are entertaining. It out. They are. They're, so, they're, they're, and but, dude, here's the thing: is if anything, I would say Scream Four is. If if I had to pick a favorite sequel out of the bunch, it probably would be Scream. Scream Four, 4 fucking rules. It, Scream, Scream Four fucking rules. And I honestly, I, I love the love that Scream Three has recently been getting on social media. Recently, people are reanalyzing it. Um, Not from me. I, I see. I, <laughs> I see that. I see that because that's always been my thing. People will question me when it's like one and a half in the morning, like two in the morning, and I'm totally shit faced. I've had like a bender, and I'll send them a screenshot that I'm watching Scream Three, and they're like, "What is wrong with you? Yeah. Oh, the fact that you're hammered!" I'm like, "It's Scream Three, though, dude." You know, so I appreciate people coming back to these movies the same way they've come back to any franchise, and reevaluate what's there and what you know they were trying to do or what they were able to do this movie we see only glimpses of new characters some of these are obviously have connections with previous scream characters and linked to past killers somehow so it mm-hmm. seems like ghostface is attacking people related to previous scream killers 
For instance, Mandy and Chad are Meeks, like Randy Meeks. Mm. Wes Hicks, new character, which sounds like could possibly relate it to Deputy Judy Hicks, who's in the movie. There's a quick glimpse of her there. So what do you think of that element that this new killer is only trying to kill based on previous kills or people involved in previous kills? I think that's I think that's that's creative. I dig that. Yeah. I think it's fresh. I think it, it's definitely something that we haven't seen yet. Sounds like Ghostface to me. I mean I I do want to say though, like I didn't really care for Deputy Judy Hicks in Scream Four. But I'm seeing all this stuff about how she's a fan favorite now. I I personally didn't like her or her lemon bars or anything about her character. <laughs> her lemon squares. Her lemon squares. Like did, 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 did you did you try them though? Were you there to taste them? They looked like cardboard. Do you I don't think eat they it. tasted like her bush? Oh my god. Like a, bush light like, maybe. Like Gavin Rossdale oh. bush. Oh. Oh, there it is. Rain. I was <laughs> just gonna say. I mean. Blonde hair. They, they were they were yellow in color and such. I was not fully aware. You were asking you if I was getting in on her lemon bars uh, or her lemon square. Is it a box? It looks like a square. It's a box, right? What's in the box? What's in the box? Uh, but no, I I just didn't like her. And so I mean, when it was announced that she was back, and I saw the pictures, so I was like, eh, I don't really care about her. And if this kid Wes is related to her, like it doesn't do anything for me. Kill them all. Kill them all. I want stabbing. I want blood. I want screaming. Looks like well, we're getting. Looks like is. we're getting the red stuff, man. We're getting a lot of red stuff. Something about this ghost face definitely seems way more brutal. Ghost face is on fire in this fucking trail. I don't know if you guys noticed that, but I was like, holy shit, that's ghost face, like in the kitchen, like. Ah. You know, we've seen Michael Myers on fire. We've seen Jason Voorhees on fire. We've seen Freddy Krueger on fire. I don't think. Correct me if I'm wrong, ladies and gentlemen. We've never seen ghost face on fire, have we? That sounds like a no. uh, a good metal band, Ghostface on Fire. Just saying. He has probably the most flammable outfit out of all of them. <laughs> you could do a Kings of Leon cover. <laughs> <laughs> this Ghostface on Fire! <laughs> These scenes show how brutal the killings will be. I mean, we see a, a, you know, a leg get broken... We see him Dude, stabbing people. That in, was in, sick. In, yeah. in, the, in like basically alleyways, like out in the open. Usually, you know, in scream movies, Ghostface was more condensed, much like how Michael Myers was yeah. in the original Halloween movies. He would go in, in he'd get his job done, and get out. Here we have we see Ghostface in a hospital, another public place. There could be anyone there. We see him in an alleyway we see him other places too leaving people's garages like in what looks like neighborhoods to stab people i mean i think that they're trying to up the ante again they need to i they think need to, to for sure push forward but I, i'm really interested because one of the main things i got off this trailer guys and correct me if i'm wrong if you didn't feel this way the original scream had a lot more laughs watch every i watched every single trailer this weekend for every single other scream movie and every other trailer had like at least a laugh or two or something that was meta. This trailer is just very dark and dingy. Like I dig that. Jeremy said earlier on, it's 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 that blue light that's throughout the entire thing. It just looks like this ghost face ain't really playing around. No. He doesn't want to joke around. He just wants to call you and be like, I'm going to cut you in a few minutes. You're done, bitch. Yeah. No, I thought he was definitely uh, going to be very much more malicious. And I really, really like that. Because while I do love the the comedic aspects of Scream, sometimes I just want a brutal kill. Yeah. 
And I think this trailer really showed that that's what they're going to give us. They know what we want. Bitch, you know what I want. I want to talk to Samson. Apparently. Let me ask you guys this. Do you think that... So, Scream 1, Scream 2 had two killers. Scream 3 allegedly only has one. Scream 4, there's two. Do you think this one has two killers? Or do you think it's just one? I hope it's one. I hope it's one. My question to both of you would be the same question that is going on in the Woodsboro Film Club on Facebook right now. With so many fans speculating that Stu is still alive, no. he's the killer, or Randy is still alive, and he's still the killer, or Billy, Bubble Butt Billy, is still <laughs> alive, and he's the killer, like they didn't die, and they magically, I mean, again. The, the only one we, I believe we, out of that is Stu. Well, the reason for this and Brady, you can explain to our audience why they think this, is that these characters before have been signed up and paid for to be the killer in Scream sequels. Yeah. Matthew Billy, Dan too? Was, was, Lillard was paid to be no, the Billy? killer in part. Skeet? Yeah. Yeah, Skeet was paid as well. Yeah, all of them were. For, for which film? For, for Billy, for Skeet. So, he was paid to be involved with part two. He never was involved. Because they had to change the script because it leaked on the internet. Okay. And then apparently in part three, Matthew Lillard was paid a full salary to be the killer, but never went on set one time. But Matthew Lillard is in Scream 2, though. Yep. Yeah, He's he in was, Scream he, he 4, was, allegedly, too. He was in a party yeah. scene, yeah. 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 He's in, I just, he's in he's 4? He's in 4. Yeah, apparently what? he's uh, uncredited as one of the partygoers at the barn where they're showing the movie, where Gail gets attacked. Dude... I'm completely on board for Lillard, you know, being released from prison. He's being, you know, it's been how many years it's been. He's reformed, and then the killings start, and then there's the speculation of like, well, he's out. Is it him? You know, he could he could be the cotton weary of it, or he could end up he could be the cotton weary character until the end, where it is revealed that he is the killer. You know, that could go either way. That would be really rad, man. I I think that that would be something they haven't done before. You know. For all the listeners, maybe maybe you know this, maybe you don't, but Kevin Williamson produced the show with Kevin Bacon, The Following, and it was about, you know, a serial killer that was off killing people, and Kevin Bacon's character was the agent that was pursuing him, and, you know, he, he at one point, the killer gets arrested, and, like, then there's a whole cult of people that are following him from in jail that are, you know, he, he's in jail, and these people are killing for him, because he can't, because yeah. he's locked up. And the whole reason that that show existed was because that was supposed to be a Scream sequel. It was going to be that uh, that Stu was in jail, and there were people that worship him outside of jail. It was going to be like the cult of Ghostface, and essentially he was going to be pulling strings from within jail and having these different Ghostface people do killings for him. So I think that that would be really interesting if if Stu did make a return, and I feel like fans would would really, really respond well to that. I think it's a pile of bullshit. <laughs> I think it could be good. I just, I don't know. I I love Matthew Lillard. I love Stu. But I want to see something a little new. I want to see what they can come up with a different connection. Um, you know, I, I really, like I said, I really, really love his character. I just think he's been away from the series too long. Well, also, you know, Jeremy saying him getting out of jail, we've never seen... Billy or Stu 
go to jail because we assume they're dead. Well, I mean, Billy got shot through the fucking head, yeah. so... I mean, they're dead. They're, they're not coming back, so... the whole know. spec. Well, the whole speculation with Stu is that, okay, the TV fell on him, so technically we never saw him dead. But, I mean, when you go back and watch that scene, like, his body looks like it's dying. Like, he is convulsing, as being we know, electrocuted. Though, as we know, though, young Padawan, with the slasher genre, you can bring anybody back. and They always hey, come ha- back for one Halloween final scare. Kills. We're looking at you. Uh, you mm. must have looked at that rule and were like, yeah, we can do anything we well, want. we can do that. But, I mean, it's, yeah. very, it's very true. I mean, they could technically do whatever they wanted to do to fit the continuity, to fit whatever they're doing. But the whole tagline is, it's always someone you know. So, is that misdirection or is it legit? I mean, as we've watched throughout these movies... Aside from part three, which, yeah, it's not anyone fucking anyone knows because it's a character that was written for the movie that no one gives a shit about. Just saying. Mm-hmm. Just saying. Um, but if they're going that route, then it could be one of the new kids, which would be interesting, depending on how they characterize them and develop them. It seems to be a lot of new characters. That's one of my main worries here is they show glimpses of like a bunch of them. Yep. We see a handful of them already getting slashed at and stuff, which doesn't necessarily mean that they're not part of the plan in terms of Ghostface mayhem. It could be again misdirection. That's why I'm so excited to be a Scream fan with this thing, because unlike the Halloween franchise, unlike the Nightmare franchise, you fill in the blank for the remainder of what I was going to say. Scream is always about misdirection who done it le- le- yeah exactly it's mm-hmm. scooby-doo i mean matthew Lillard's <gasps> in scooby-doo and you know like like that meme like you said you know brady him with that fucking weird shaggy pose and <laughs> the same exact pose as ghostface from the trailer you're like it's gotta be matthew lillard he's the killer okay i mean what, if he is cool. he is but i don't what's think amazing to me is how many fan theories are coming out of this and they are so off the wall so like out the of stew thing, the stew thing okay sure I've, there I've is some theory. plausibility there what's your theory so this dick <laughs> this dick uh, in your mouth so dude my my theory was and I, I don't know anything for sure but you know Judy in Scream 4 had that really creepy scene where she was in the hallway with Sydney and she was like you you probably don't remember me like we went to school together and we were in the play together and blah 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 so she was kind of alluded to that maybe she was an ugly duck like somebody that kind of blended in wasn't anything too special in high school <laughs> was yeah so she still is <laughs> You leave uh, Wendy Peppercorn bro. alone, bro. Beauty is in the eye of the beholder. Leave um, Wendy Peppercorn alone. I'd have it. I mean, I would if I wasn't married. That's what I meant. So, sorry, honey. So as Justin, we as you we have know, a vibrating sex doll. As we as we know, Sidney <laughs> Prescott was not giving Billy any boom boom in the first one. He kept he kept getting denied, getting denied, getting denied. So my theory was, what if? Because Sidney didn't even remember Judy. What if? Billy was hooking up with Judy on the side because she was giving him some peace because and she that's wasn't their getting kid. And that's their that's kid. That's their kid. That's, that's their that's kid. That's the Hicks kid. Oh my and god. That's their kid. You just but no, totally but nobody it. but nobody knows Holy that she had fuck. it. But nobody knows that she had the son of Billy Loomis and she kept it quiet because she didn't want his whole life to be tarnished by the fact that his Bro, father was that. was this killer. So that's been that has you been listen, my listen theory to me right now. the whole time. 
listen oh. to me right now. Oh no, oh no. If that is the fucking twist in this movie, I will pull my pants down and show both of you my flaccid penis. But you have to you have it. to do it in a, like a crowded store. I will do it in a Walmart. No, what you would face nobody. No, we that gotta would go to our, nobody we gotta at go to Walmart. What you'll do is this. We'll 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 promote an advanced screening of the movie and yep. you'll be required to walk in front of the audience with a microphone and admit all of this to the audience and then yep. do it. And then you'll get public humiliation and also that's charged fine. by police. If, if that's what they do to this movie, I want to go to jail. But you can so wear I can a ghost face mask again. during the whole thing, so that's fine. So you can just run out and go. Ha, 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 ha. Another thing that I that I was kind of wishing that they were gonna do with this, guys, is that I I was wishing that they were gonna go the Halloween 2018 approach with this, and that someone broke into police evidence and stole one of the original masks or both yeah. of the original masks from the original film. And they would have had a little bit of mask rot, a little bit of decay, and been broken down a little bit. Not as pristine and shark belly white as they are. Yeah, you wanted it to look a little bit more rigid and rough. Yeah, I wanted dude. that too. What's what's crazy to me, and a lot of fans, they, they're very aware. The mask you see so much in the opening shots of Scream, they can't even show anymore. So, for example, like tonight, I had to d- design a background because I'm hosting a 25th anniversary screening of Scream, the new 4K restoration in November, and I'm looking at images just to put that stuff together, and you realize there's like three different masks just in that opening scene. Um, and They're not allowed to use the original design anymore. The Fun World right. one? Yeah, the original Fun World, not the one that Fun World went in and then afterward changed the, changed the trademark on and then like redid based on the movie, but the original. Ah. So uh, it would have been cool. It makes no sense why they didn't do that, Jeremy, because right now you go to Target, they've got ghost face figures already on the shelf that already look just like what the mask looks like now. Shirts already look the same. So as we've talked about before on the show, you know, getting something slightly new just for merchandise rights, it doesn't make any sense why they didn't change it a little bit. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I, so I love your idea. I thought it would be cool to make it look a little dingier. It looks stark white. It actually looks brand fucking yeah, new. Yeah, it does. We talked about Halloween masks a few weeks ago with our top five, you know, our best and worst Michael Myers masks. This mask kind of reminds me of the Halloween resurrection mask. It looks like the motherfucker just got done buying it at the mask yeah. shop and he put it on. <laughs> That's the point. That was the point of the whole fucking mask, though, wasn't it? Like, in the first one, when Dewey comes up with it, they're like, oh, no, you can get this at any five and, five and, five dime. and dime down the yeah. street. Yeah, so I I like it. I get what you're saying. It would have been a cool little twist on it, but I think comparing it to the Halloween 2018 mask is two different things. That was supposed to be the same exact mask. Yeah, this one. And, and, and I, I like I, and, I, and I like that would have been I thought that would, I, I agree with Jeremy. That would have been cool to do that. It, to, it could have been cool, they, but I never, still like they never played that back in terms of like, you know, this is the first mask that we had, you know, yeah. as evidence. And somehow they came in and got it out. You know, I like that idea. It's cool, but I don't think I need it for a scream. I fucking need it. I need it. I'm a privileged fan. I deserve better than just a regular fucking ghost face mask. That's right. Try harder. I'm just kidding. It looks good. <laughs> Yeah, no, I love the, the, the mask. The poster fun. looks great. The mask looks good. I mean, it's definitely a new sculpt and everything like that. It's. I'm not sure if you noticed this, Brady. So we're going to talk about the costume real quick. Murder. Did yeah. you notice one specific thing that's missing from the costume? You probably didn't notice. It, I don't think I, I did. Didn't. No. What was it? 
So the original film, they had a glitter. Yeah. Throughout the entire costume. Okay. Yep. It's not here, so it's totally gone. No, no sparkle robe. No sparkle robe. Yeah, that's true. So it's gone. Mm. Fans are like, "Why is he so dark?" I'm like, "What do you mean so dark?" I'm like, "Oh yeah, that's right. He ain't sparkling because it would be a, a, a natural light element when they would light him low with backlight, and you just see the sparkle like as he would run towards his prey. Uh, a lot of fans yeah. didn't notice it, but there are a small majority of fans that are like pissed about it and i'm like i get it but if you if you buy the the new fun world 25th anniversary ghost face mask right now it comes with that which is the first time they've ever actually produced it with that oh, so the glitter yeah that's pretty oh, cool. that's pretty cool yeah, yeah. i like that as we end this discussion on this trailer i just had to mention the fact that you know what seems to be the climax of the movie and this could be misdirection yet again Sydney Prescott returning to Stu's house, which is a set. Mm. Yep, a set by the way, because they did not use the original Dude, house. I'm real quick. I'm gonna fucking tell a story real quick about the original Stu Mocker house. So this year, I took a trip out to California with one of my buddies, and we decided we wanted to go to Stu Mocker's house where they filmed the original Scream. Right. So that place is not a place that you can just go to. It's it's on a farm. It is well, right now. You can you can well, book it for well, an that, Airbnb. That, that's, it, 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 it wasn't. It, it wasn't like it, that it wasn't when I when went. You came. Yeah. So it uh, it, it's on a farm with two different gates that you have to get through. So if the gate is closed and locked, you're done, right? So we found out that the owner of Stumacher's house, he does weddings at his house because it's it's beautiful and he owns a ton of land. And dude. The weddings. Come on and get married now and get dude, hitched here at the Because, I mean, dude, Stu Mocker's house is, is like a fucking mansion, essentially. Like it's, It'll it's be a hum- scream. It's humongous. It is. And that, and that view, it's on that huge hill, yeah. the beautiful sunset. It's gorgeous. You know, the lowest, the cheapest that you can secure that house for a wedding is $20,000. That's the cheapest package you could possibly get to have your wedding at Stu Mocker's house. $20,000. And let me tell you what. We went on a Sunday, which is when they gave tours for the house for for wedding opportunities, right? So I can see it right now. Jeremy just uns- unloads the fucking twenty k <laughs> from his pocket. Yeah, look at here, motherfucker. Hey, man. So we uh we show up on sun on a, on the Sunday because we read <laughs> that that the gates open for people that potentially want to come and check out the venue for weddings. So we show up, right? And we get out, and immediately there's a dude that walks out of the garage. Looks like a normal ass normal ass dude, and he he immediately goes. Oh, uh, you guys aren't here to look at look for a wedding, huh? You you guys are uh, scream fans, and so we were like, yeah. And he goes, oh yeah, yeah. Is it because I'm short? Yeah. Is it because I'm short? So he goes, well, look. He goes, you guys are big scream fans, and I had told him that I had came from from Washington D.C. to to come and check the house out, and it was it looks it looks just like it does in the movie because they've done yeah 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 on the inside as well. He's he's made a they've no. Kept it, I know. I, Dude, I've watched all the videos recently. They've kept it. They've even done even more attention to detail recently than they were before. Dude, the they've, same they've microwave yeah. is still in the kitchen. And the reason being is that so he purchased the house like shortly after production wrapped on the film. So he didn't own it when they shot the film, but he bought it right afterwards. And immediately he it was not a house that him and his family lived in. He immediately started renting it out and doing wedding venues and stuff like that. So, dude, the curtains are the same. The microwave from the original is the same. Everything is the same. Like, literally going to that house was like walking onto the set of Scream. So, he goes, uh, he goes, yeah, uh, 
my wife is not home right now. Do you guys want to come inside and take a tour real quick? Like, if she was home, that'd be off limits. He goes, but she's not home right now. Do you want to come inside and I'll give you a tour? So I, I have to stop you on your story. Yep. By the way, motherfucker. Yep. Why is it you've waited till this moment to tell me about this? You didn't know about yeah, this? I was going to say. I was going to say. Se- I don't see any pictures. You didn't send me a picture. Dude, they're all on Facebook. You, you, you. Really? Yeah. Jer- Jeremy, we, we shared a bed together. We did. And you never told me this? I'm I'm so sorry. You grabbed my ass bare with your bare hand and um <laughs> wait that's probably something I about, uh, that's probably something I did do. You've told me everything else that you've done before you've posted it. How did I not see Dude, these photos? Yeah, they're they're on they're on the Facebooks, man. So uh so he gives us a tour of the house and what's incredible is that you go upstairs and this is like so obviously like Justin said, now he understands the monetary value that he can make off of Scream fans. So now he's renting it out for bed and breakfast, which I bet you it's expensive as fuck. Because, I mean, dude, he shelled out the cash for David Arquette to even be in the commercial for the uh, the bed and breakfast. So anyway, so what's insane is that, you know the scene in the original where Ghostface is chasing Sydney and she slams the door and he jabs the fucking knife into the door? Yeah. So that was a real knife. And uh, from what I was told is that, that the... The first take that they did that was an accident that he tripped and that the knife went into the door and then West was like, oh, I really like that. Can you do that again? He had him do it twice. Dude, the door is still there with the fucking knife mark still in it. Still there. It's incredible. It's incredible. So what's what's also incredible is that the guy that owns it, his name is Larry and he's a farmer, right? He owns a dairy farm. He supplies all of the cheese. That means, that, that means, that means to our listeners that he pulls on titties. Pulls on them titties. Dude. Yeah. Wish I could do that. He, uh, <laughs> he supplies all of the cheese to the Chipotle. Fun fact for you. So his name is... He cuts He cuts the cheese? He cuts the cheese. So his name is Larry. So I was like, yo, let, fucking Dairy Larry hooked that shit up, cool. bro. Dairy, Dairy Larry hooked that shit up. Gave me that baller ass tour. Like for free, dude. I've got I've got pictures where it's so like, <laughs> I, I I took a picture where I'm like laying on the stairs like fucking like Billy did when he like was fake stabbed and shit like that, dude. I posted that and I was being dead ass serious in my picture, like like no smile and nothing. Like take the picture, and what I, I posted it and like everybody just moment, fucking laughed. What I love about this moment is that our listeners, uh, probably like seventy percent of them, are gonna be like, "That's so cool," and the other thirty percent are gonna be like. I fucking hate you. I want to kill yep, you. Dude. I wish I was you. <laughs> it was amazing. Uh, so, yeah, dude, I'll, I'll send you some of the pictures. So, you know, if you want to drop some on, on the socials and I'll, I'll drop it in the in the hopesters dumpster. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, man, it was it was a it was a crazy experience and it was super fun. And we were well, super so fortunate. How, how is that? That's super South California, right? Yeah, we, we took we, no, we took a road trip. Um, That's what I thought. So several several hours man uh to get there but it was it, it paid off man it was worth it we got a full tour you know uh it was it was great me and my buddy how we want to get married <laughs> i just want to see this house can you imagine if I he was promise. like i'll let i'll let you in this house but you gotta buy five pounds of cheese <laughs> i would have been like sold so <laughs> right so oh, yes sir we yes, we sir. told him like hey you know that your house is in the new one and he was like really like or you know, actually, I, I take that back. He he wasn't surprised by it because 
He got. Well, I knew he, it wasn't the house. He got. But. He got paid though because they came in and did blueprints to make the replica. Of course, sure. yeah, so of course I, I take that did. back. He yeah. was not surprised when we told him that, like, hey, you know, your house is in. It. He goes, yeah, it's not actually my house, which we knew it was a replica, anyways. So we were like, well, no, we know it's not the, the real one. The reason why I knew is because when Kevin Williamson posted his yeah. picture. He posted it from the exterior of the house, and you could see like the set lights above it. And I was like, I already knew it wasn't yeah, the house. Yeah. It looked too brand new. You know, and obviously, for obvious reasons, you know, like Halloween Kills could have shot at, you know, Kenny Caperton's Myers house, which is identical. It's the exact floor plan. They don't want to have to fool around with going in and removing people's stuff and really bothering yep. that anymore if they can build it for cheaper and then remove it or keep it there. Who knows? Maybe mm-hmm. it'll be like the next, you know, Halloween attraction next year, that'd be perfect to do. But um, yeah, fuck you, Jeremy. I love you, but you're fuck, welcome. Go fuck yourself. You're welcome. Seriously. Seriously. Um, yeah, I'm, I, I mean, I'm happy I, for I you, mean, but I, hate I, you. I, I mean, I have ghost face tattooed on my body. It's my favorite thing in the world. I'm like, I'm like half talking shit, and I'm like, I don't really care for the for the sequel. I don't really care. But I went in the fucking well, house. Well, right. I don't really care for anything, but I went there. Ladies and gentlemen, we're gonna put yeah. Jeremy to the test when we do our screaming all the way to scream series that's what it's called Ooh, and i just came up with it on that spot see see what i did that there? was pretty slick yeah well, after five tito's drinking it out of my fucking ghost face glass see what happened there but no we're going to be doing a series you asked for it i actually you know jeremy i said to you the other night like i got three or four messages and a comment on our halloween kills spoiler free review post that someone was like yo when are you getting to scream so people really want us to do this. And I think, you know, it'll be a fun time to do this for you, especially because it seems like you haven't revisited these movies in a while. Um, The first one I frequent, uh, I watched Scream 4 not that long ago, but it has been a little while since I've seen 2 and 3. When do you think the last time you saw 2 was? Easily, easily three to four years ago. I, I watch part two once a fucking month. Yep, it's therapy. Here, I'm sending you guys. That's I'm sending you guys the picture of me laying on the stairs like an idiot right now. That's Jeremy Loomis. Jeremy Loomis. I wish. I wish. I wish. But ladies and gentlemen, I got to. I got to say real quick. Say though, it, is, say is, it, is, say as it, much say as like like I said, I, I try to be indifferent on something, you know, or honest. I guess would be the, the correct thing to say. I try to be honest when you know something gets me. It gets me. If if I'm not pumped, I'm I'm not pumped. I'm 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 not gonna be the guy that's gonna necessarily go with the flow just because, you know, that's a certain trend. As in you horror. should never. Yeah. I, no yeah. one so, ever wants you to do but, that. However, I will say as much as I'm like, oh man, Sydney Prescott back in the fold again. Here we go. Um. I, I have to respect that there's no retcons here. I mean, how many times have has the Halloween series been retconned and and you know either rebooted or now here's where we're going. Three, we're gonna pretend like four? like what these sequels Three, didn't four, happen. Uh, four, there's no four. retcons here. This is part five. This is the fifth installment in the Scream franchise, and I respect that man. and And I think that's really cool that they that they keep going even if it does mean, you know, bringing back some characters that I'm like, ah, I, f- I feel like we should move on from here. I'm stoked for it, and I'm stoked that, that we're going, you know, here we are, Scream 5. It's going to be a scream, baby. Yeah! So, Brady, did you hear what David Arquette said about being on the set and channeling West? Did you hear that at all, or no? No, I don't think so. So, one of the things that touched me so much about this movie is 
when David Arquette was recently interviewed and said that he was looking around and trying to catch a feel for certain things in certain scenes and they would just kind of magically come to him and he knew that feeling and that feeling was Wes Craven and he just said Wes is definitely up there he's co-directing this movie with these guys he's there as a puppet master in a lot of strange ways like really overseeing this movie he felt this very spiritual thing which for me as a fan and I think so many other fans can totally relate to because this is Wes's franchise it's Wes and Kevin Williamson yeah and you know we all know that Wes turned down Scream twice before he decided to make it and it was the biggest movie he ever made in terms of overall box office the biggest franchise that he had actual profits in because we know that he didn't get the biggest nightmare profits until much much later in his career so he got lots of things to happen you know he got to do movies that he never thought he'd be able to do musicals and such so for me this is his baby with kevin williamson i'm just so excited to see what they come up with they're saying it's a tribute to wes craven so I, it, I hope it stays like that. I really hope well that they stay be. true to that. It damn well better be. I mean, like, that that's the one thing. Jeremy says it looks different. I mean, even Scream 4 In a good way. In a different. good way. Scream yep. 4 looked different, too. You know, Wes had to take out a new aesthetic with that movie, but we know that things change. Modern audiences transcend, and they want to see different things, things that are fresh and new. But this formula is perfection. So I'm just praying that Again, we know what they're doing here. It's a new trilogy. Oh, it's for obvious. sure. It's obvious. They're all so- all these new actors so are signed obvious. on for these three movies. So let me ask you one more thing before we go. Do you think one of the main three are going to get killed off in this movie? And if so, who do you think it is? I would say no. I would say no because I don't think any of them would have agreed. To do it, Dewey's gone. I, I don't Dewey's think any gone. of them would have agreed to do it because Wes made it very clear that he acknowledged that there was a mistake made when he killed Randy off, and he didn't ever want to do that again. So he made it a point that the the trio was almost untouchable. You know, they they could get stabbed, they could get fucked up, they could get near death, but they can't die. So I would find it hard to believe that anyone would agree. To come, any one of them would have would agree to come back if that was going to be the outcome. You know, if they were going to pull a fucking uh, yeah, unless you're Harrison Ford in Star Wars and he's like, "I'll come back if you pay me two point five million and you kill right. me." Yeah. I mean, um, not to cut you off, Jeremy. I think that we're definitely going to see some legacy characters get killed here for yeah. sure. I, I think that'd I mean, be a Dewey, mistake. Dewey's had two death scenes already. Both yep. plan to actually kill him in the movie. And then rewrites changed that and brought him back one and two. Randy, same thing. First movie, he was supposed to be killed. It was a rewrite. They brought him back for the second movie. He, you know, you know, the end of the movie, they decided to rewrite the ending and then they changed it. It was all on the spot. So Gail's probably out and Dewey's probably out. I could see Sid possibly living throughout this one, but. That scene we talked about at Stumacher's house that may or may not be the final confrontation that builds to something bigger. 
but it feels like to me this is their way of doing their Jeremy, as you put it perfectly last week on our Halloween Kills episode, this is the Star Wars The Force Awakens. That's what they're trying to do. This is the brand yeah. new formula that Hollywood is really just trying to implement for every single franchise. Bring in the old characters, get you nostalgic, we'll kill them off, make you feel something emotionally, and then new characters. Yep. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see. It'll be a treat either way. I'm just so excited for this. So, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for listening. And thank you to Brady. Oh, yeah. On today. It was a blast. Brady. I love you guys. Brady. I'm glad we'll I could finally scream. get on here. You got a scream tattoo there on your arm there, don't you, boy? I do. I got one just like my daddy. Just like your daddy right here, Just boy. like my daddy right there. That looks good. Just yeah. don't ever say no one daddy tells you to get down on all fours, baby. Oh, my God. You woof, never woof. know what's going to happen. No. Ho, ho, ho. It's like a Malaya social spilling out of your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, seriously, though, we love you. We love you. We love you. We've gotten so many kind comments from each and every one of you regarding the Brain Stew segments. And we hope that you look forward to all of our future episodes. Jeremy. If they want to see all these bullshit pictures, I mean, those cool pictures of you <laughs> at, at, at the Scream House, where can they find you? They can find me on the Instagrams. It's JT underscore pumpkin underscore guts. G-U-T-Z. I didn't and realize you changed that, and I was looking for the, what was it, JT Hellraiser? JT Hellraiser, and I was like, yeah. did he fucking unfriend me? I was like, what's going I on did. here? I did. I did. I just talked to him the other day. I did not. <laughs> He's also on Facebook. I'm on well. the Facebooks, man. I'm Brody. Good old my friend, old good old Brody. My young, my, my young son here. Yeah, you can find me on Facebook and Instagram is. Uh, I think I changed it. It's it's B A Cloven. Well, be prepared, goddamn it! You're on this show. It's don't on. Make uh, them, don't make them a, do extra work. It's supposed to be a play on McLovin. It's McLovin. Oh, how clever of you. How clever. Well, ladies and gentlemen, after seeing Halloween Kills, if you're still interested in getting brand new poster, theatrical, double-sided, we're still giving them away, you just got to give us an iTunes review. You can legit say that Jeremy sucks for seeing the Scream House. Yeah, I do. And say that you wish that you were there instead. Yeah, that's Brady... What uh, what if what if we don't have iTunes? I I mean I would never be caught dead with an Android, <laughs> but you know <laughs> there are some people in the world who don't have iTunes. I mean, you, you know, we don't need to get into that. Do we really need to do like there's personal favors and stuff like that? That's not no, that's bad. That's it's bad. like a tiered system. You know. No, there's other places to leave us reviews. There are like Chartable, uh, which is a podcast app and stuff like that. If you like listening to us on Spotify, you can leave us reviews everywhere. And all of it helps in getting us to reach a broader audience to more cool people like you. Seriously, we mean it more than anything else we say on this episode. Without you, we wouldn't be anything. So we appreciate you so, 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 so much. The reviews have been great, but it's funny. Jeremy, that since Halloween Kills premiered, that like people that want the poster are like, nah, I'm good. <laughs> I'm good. 
I don't really think <laughs> I want that poster anymore. Yeah. I'm like, I'm like, but I'm like, bro, you could probably like sell it to the hobo down the street yeah. for five dollars. Some people are like, maybe, maybe, maybe he'll be able to sell it for McDonald's for true. this morning breakfast. That's true. I don't know. Is that gonna be muffin? You know, I, I have James Dude Courtney's autograph on mine uh, that I got like way prior to the to the movie coming out. And somebody asked me, I think yesterday, they were like, hey. Such and such is going to be at this convention. Are you going to add him to your Halloween Kills poster? I'm not adding fucking nobody to the Halloween Kills poster. I'm keeping it just Michael we'll, Myers and that's we'll it. We'll just wait. We'll just that's wait. Nah, bro. That's it. We'll wait, my friend. That's we'll, it. Jeremy, we'll, we'll I know you're going to Monster Mania to get that Donald Pleasance lookalike. <laughs> oh! Tom, Listen, Tom Jones, and not and not the one that was referenced constantly on Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. God damn it. A different Ladies Tom Jones. Jones. It's not unusual to be alone by anyone. I promised that we wouldn't have Halloween kills talking like what happened, but that's it for this week's episode. It was supposed to be a mini sub, but you guys got a free episode. That's right. You got it out of us for the brand new scream trailer. We want to celebrate this. Of course it is a brand new fucking trailer for the fifth entry, which is a reboot for one of the biggest horror franchises of all time. We are here for it. We're so excited. And I just want to take my time right now to thank my boy Brady for being so cool and coming on and talking about it. I was like, yo, this is your shit. This is what you're all about. You were born like three years ago, so you need to come on for this. I was reborn into the horror genre. I mean, I remember drinking a bottle of Tito's like two years ago, and I was you were in the cradle, and I was like just swinging you like, and sometime you'll be able to talk about horror movies. (laughs) No, I really appreciate being on here. Like, Scream is my shit. Uh, anything you guys want to have me on for Scream, I'll be there in a heartbeat. I, I love you guys, and this is great. Keep on doing what you're doing. I love listening to all your episodes. Evil Dead was off the rails. Thanks, dude. Thanks, man. Thanks, man. That's it for this week's episode of Brain Stew. I'm Justin. I'm Jeremy. And yeah, there's that thing that we like to tell you to do every single week. I feel forceful hmm. in saying it, but... But we kind of have to tell you because that's what we do. So, gotta keep it creepy. Presto.